Billy Bradley. We got the band back together. The band is back and better than ever. We got Jimmy Wags here from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, We've got uh, Billy Bradley in the house from Bristol, Virginia. And um, I would say um, it's been probably, you know, for Billy, you and I, uh, for almost three years, two years for sure, we were telling everybody, hey, you better enjoy 2021 because 2022 is likely going to suck. New car, a <laughs> uh, bunch of new things going on. Why well, be damn Billy Bradley? Here we are in 2022, and I'm having the time of my life watching these damn NASCAR races. Some of them are a little bit boring, okay? We, we still got some work to do, but if you had told me this time last year, Billy, that we'd have been sitting here so excited about what's going on, I would have, A, not believed you, and B, would have paid any amount of money to make sure that happened. Yet here we are, Billy. I would say um, if you had to grade the early part of this season, okay, what would you give it on a A, B, C, D, F scale? What would you give it, Billy? Okay, uh, yeah, as, as you said, we, we never would have thought that we would have said Martinsville and Talladega would be a boring race. Never would you say that, correct? I would agree, yes. Okay, and we can somewhat, Talladega usually has its spurts that, you know, it's good at the end of stages, end of stages, it's good. The final stage is usually the best stage. This year it's not been, but all the other tracks, man, have been hard to beat, so I would give it a B minus right now. Uh, Jimmy Wags, you've heard Billy Bradley's assessment of a B minus. How many how many races have you been to so far, Jimmy? Uh, let's see. Uh, man, two. You gotta take the shoes off. Let's see. I went to three. I went to the class. Uh, I was at uh, Martinsville and Bristol, so three. I'm going to four. I'll be at Dover this Sunday. That's right. You'll be at Dover this Sunday. Um, an early part of the season. Billy Bradley's got that a B minus. Where you put the season at on a grade scale? Yeah, I mean ten races in. I, I agree with Billy. I thought I would say a B plus. Yeah. I think the two duds so far. Obviously, Martinsville was disappointing as hell. Uh, I froze my ass off for that boring ass race. Um, but uh, I would say I would say a B B plus. I I, I mean, look. Considering it being a new car and the races that we've had so far, eight different oh, yeah. winners in ten races, uh, I mean, I've I've been ecstatic about the new car in the season so far. So bring on the monster mile. I'm going to tell you this right here. Um, I, I don't disagree with either one of your assessments, but based on where I thought we would be and where we are, I'm giving the first ten races an A. I think that NASCAR, first of all, they stepped on their peckers so hard they used both fucking feet and stomped on it when they brought the car tomorrow out. It was terrible. There was a handful of drivers that loved it. Carl Edwards is one, and he quit. I mean, but but there was only a few guys that were Jimmy Johnson, which is that car never went away, by the way. Um, but <laughs> Dale Jr. hates that car. <laughs> Dale Jr., which we just erased that from the history books, and he's a historian. But I, I think, given where I personally thought the season was going to be with this new car, I, I, I'm happy. I give it an A. Now, if I was going to judge it for these 10 races by itself, I, I would give it a solid B, which is right in between where you and um, where you and Billy um, w- w- would put it all would put it. So I, I, I'm ha- the, the moral of the story is Jimmy, we're happy with where we're at right now, and I, I'm 
I think that is crazy for us to be happy here thinking that doom and gloom was going to be coming. I, let's 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 get Billy Bradley in here real quick. I can, I need to ask you a question, Billy. All right, Billy. So you give it a B minus. Um, Wags gives it a B plus. I gave it an A based on what I thought it was going to be last year. Based on the first ten races, I give it a solid B. I think as we move forward, though, Billy, there we we've got to start we've got to start getting better at a, at a few places. Do you think with, with Dover coming up is how important is this? Is this a nothing race? I mean, it's a, it's an intermediate. It's really not a, I mean, it's a weird size track, but is, is Dover going to be telling for how the rest of the years go on this short track or what do you think? Mm, no, not really. Cause I, I mean, I don't really see Dover as a short track, uh, but you know, Dover does have it boring parts too as well you know you get in them green and Dover can be action packed I would say let me look at the schedule here uh, if we're not improving uh, then we're going to what Barlington, Kansas uh, Texas the Texas race will be a, a big show and to me if we improve Texas I'll dump that up to an A+. Plus. Uh, Jimmy Wags, what's the next race in your mind that you're looking at to see maybe what a predictor is going to be on the rest of the season? I mean, honestly, I think the, the package they have a mile and a half have been great. Um, you know, we had our first short track at Martinsville, and it was disappointing since Martinsville is one of the best races of the year. Yeah. I think the road course packages have, uh, have been great so far. We've only been to one. Uh, at Coda, but the Coda race I thought was great. Um, so, you know, look, I think if we continue to see the type of racing that we've seen on the mile and a half, which I think this car was, was made to, to yeah. put on the show at mile and a half, uh, you know, I think if we can continue to see what we've seen in mile and a half tracks, then, hey, that's great. Um, you know, we don't go to another short track for a long time, and I, I believe that, uh, you know, um, what the Bristol Night Race is the next short track? Um, yeah. What 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 do we call Nat? Is Nat what size is Nashville? Nashville is a mile and a half. Okay, so it's a it's a yeah. full mile and a half. So yeah, the next yeah. short track is going to be. And, uh, well, look, that would be New is New Hampshire a short track? New Hampshire's a mile. Now New Hampshire's a, uh, a mile, and so is Dover. Okay. Um, yep. You know, Dover is going to be more comparable to Bristol. Um, and you know, New Hampshire is probably going to be a little bit more comparable, even though it's shorter, got, but so uh, Pocono uh, Richmond. and Richmond, um, yeah. you know, so, uh, look, I think if we can, uh, if we have some great racing at Dover, then, you know, Hey, look, I think we're going to be good to go on the short track schedule for the end of the year. I think they're going to have to do make some tweaks now. They just can't go with the status quo, but they're going to have to make some tweaks on the short track, uh, to get to where we needed to be. But if Dover is a good race, then I think we're set up pretty good for the rest of the season. I think Dover is is, is fairly pivotable. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, pivotable, very, 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 very important. I, I think Dover is, is pretty <laughs> important because it's going to it's going to forecast the work that we need to do on the shorter tracks, or or it's not. And I and think I, it's going to be a good predictor of where we're at. Yes, sir. And in all honesty, too, this could be make or break for Dover the track itself. Uh, Dover was bought by SMI. Uh, you know they already lost it. They uh, they lost their gate to uh, to Nashville Super Speedway. 
you know, SMI's looking to add, you know, Nashville Fairgrounds onto the schedule at some point. You know, they, they're going to bring back racing in North Wilkesboro here. So, you know, look, it's a pivotal race for Dover. So they got to be able to put on the show. It's got to be a combination of things. It's got to be tire. It's got to be car. It's got to be track prep. It's, it all got to come together to have a good race. So, Boys, we now live in a world where Chase Elliott has exactly zero wins and Ross Chastain has two. Um, I think what we ha- are witnessing here is not only a changing of the guard, but I think we see a changing of the sport. Not I think. We see a changing of the sport. You got guys that don't normally run. Last year wouldn't have run anywhere near the front like they are now. Um, I think what we've done is we've taken a lot. Again, I don't think. I know we have taken a lot of the the power away from some of these power teams that have more resources. And already through the first 10 races, we're seeing some parity where, you know, back in the old days, um, three years ago, we used to say, yeah, so-and-so would have just had a good ride. You know, you never know what they were going to do. Well, well, now, by and large, anybody in that cup garage, uh, except for maybe the bottom, you know, tier, but it, it, I think there's largely a, a first tier and a huge second tier. I don't think we've got the different Absolutely. tiers that we did. And I think what we've seen is what we all wanted with the car tomorrow, but just never seemed to have. The car tomorrow was so fucking dependent on the tiniest little minuscule things that unless you had, you know, engineers stacked on top of engineers to go try shit and to think of shit and do stimulation, you you didn't have a chance. Now we see track house. Uh, Daniel Suarez, you know, is is running up front. He's had a chance to snag one. Um, Not only did Ross Chastain snag one at the the road course, he, he flat out went out and won. Um, you know, I, I, this is, to me, it's the most exciting thing I could have possibly hoped for. And that brings me sure. to guys like, go ahead. Did, did you have something, Billy? Oh, no, I didn't say nothing. Okay, so that brings me to, like, the, the, the old guard. You know, we're, we've got a new thing coming in here. How would you classify, it's early, how would you classify Kevin Harvick's year, Jimmy Wagon? Um... I would say, I mean, he's run decent. Uh, am I like, am I surprised that he hasn't won yet? No, I'm not surprised. I mean, look, given look, Chase Briscoe went out there and won at Phoenix, right? Yeah. He went and got it done at Phoenix. Um, but you know, I still think you know SHR isn't where it needs to be, and I, I honestly think Kevin Harvick is probably on the downside of his career. So, look, he's had solid runs this year. Um, you know, has he had opportunities to win um, a race or two? Yes. But, I mean, I, I put Kevin Harvey right where I expect him to be. I mean. Me, I do as well. I, I, you know, we saw what happened to Kevin Harvey last year when he lost 40, uh, 40 points of downforce. Um, and it's a great equalizer, you know, kind of like we, we talked about earlier. I, he's right where I thought he would be. He's, he's not the back of the pack. He's not running top three anymore, but – um, he's definitely. I think we're starting to see a pattern here. Billy Bradley, our your your good friend and my good friend, Jimmy fucking Hamlin, stepping on his pecker, winning races, talking shit about uh, the team he co-owns with with Michael Jordan. He he, I don't know what 
in the world possessed him to tweet what he tweeted at Kyle Larson this week? Possibly, the, I, he, he, I mean, it's just, Billy, it makes no sense to me because he knowingly, consciously tweeted that thing. Um, I, I, Denny Hamlin's all over the damn place. I thought he would have a pretty shitty year this year, honestly. I thought he would be kind of back where Kevin Harvick is, but – what, what do you make of what Denny's gone through, what he said, all this bullshit so far this year? What do you see him doing this year, Billy? I, I really don't know. Like, Denny Hamlin evidently feels totally safe at JGR. Like, no, he has to have some type of connections with Toyota that they're definitely not going to pull his contract or anything like that. And you just heard Kyle Busch say the other day in an interview, like, to me, things are serious right there because Kyle Busch is – Kyle Busch doesn't look to me that he's returning to JGR in the next few years for sure. Uh, but Denny Hamlin, man, I, I'm i lost on that whole tweet situation. And then to delete it, you, you've already tweeted it out. Why go back and delete it? Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Jimmy Wags, you uh, – I know in our group, Group text messages here. You uh, uh, you had a few things to say about it. What I, what what do we make about this dumbass Demi Hamlin situation? I mean, look, it was a it was a dumbass joke. Um, regardless if it was, you thought it was funny or not, it was racially insensitive. And given the world that we're in today, um, you cannot make comments like that. You know, uh, and you look, you know, I. I understand, you know, going through the situation we did with Kyle Larson. To me, it's not on the same level as Kyle Larson. Um, I think what Kyle Larson said is really, you know, above and beyond, you know, what Denny did as far as his tweet and how it was directed. Uh, But it was still wrong. And uh, you know what? Um, His relationship with Toyota is a strong relationship. Uh, you know, I'm sure he has a strong relationship with his sponsors with FedEx and then all the partners at 2311. Um, you know, and that and NASCAR has deemed that he's going to go through sensitivity training. So, uh, you know, hopefully he learns from this lesson. I mean, to be honest, you know, Denny Hamlin has been very outspoken. Um, you know, he's been the leader of the driver's council for a long time. Um, so he's a big voice in the sport. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, I, you know, I think he takes this, this lesson that he's learning um, and puts it to good. And, you know, if he can turn around and, and you know, make a donation to, you know, a charity um, that supports Asian Americans, or, you know, something of that nature to me, you know, that, you know, I, I, I would consider it to be uh, remorseful in what he's learned from, from this situation, so. Well, to me, and I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth because you know I I love saying I love doing that, and I also love saying idiotic, um, as uh, Jimmy reminds me all the damn time. But I think it's possibly dumber than what Kyle Larson did. I don't think it's worse than what Kyle Larson did. But if you don't know in the sport today how you're supposed to act on social media because of Kyle Larson. You're a fucking idiot. What what bonehead thinks that this is okay? I, I can I know they're friends and I know that kind of stuff. And, and I'll tell you this um, uh, for everybody listening here: uh, Jimmy Wags and and myself and Billy and Jimmy, Wags, we're as good friends as friends are going to be. 
not only would we never say the N word in our personal lives anywhere else, we certainly wouldn't joke about it. Um, and, And this is something that I just, I don't know their relationship, but if they're as good of friends as they say they're as good of friends, uh, maybe you say something like that in private. Maybe I don't know that that I would. I don't know that any of the other two of us would. But yeah, but for him to put it out there on Twitter and, and just expect nothing to happen may be dumber than what Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson learned his lesson. He immediately is like fuck. Um, now whether he said it, be, you know, fuck because he got caught or because he was going to lose his shit. Or whether he realized he made a mistake, that's that's beholden. Kyle Larson, um, you know, went through it, and it doesn't matter if you agree with what he did or what he done. And NASCAR deemed it okay, and he come back and he seems focused. Now, Denny Hamlin watched it all happen. Denny Hamlin and he are supposedly playing golf, you know, over the last couple of years. And he sees this happening with Kyle Larson, and that's what he chooses to tweet. I, I think it may be the dumbest fucking thing. That has happened since maybe um, Jeremy Mayfield's been in this fucking sport, boys. I just don't know of anything else dumber. Uh, and then if you put it in that context, in 2022, why would you even put that out? And, and then, and like you said, Billy, to delete it, it's just talk about defeat on top of defeat. Well, no, it's I don't absolutely think, I don't think thing he, he didn't delete it because everybody was getting on. I mean, he deleted it because his partners told him to. Like, they of said, course. take the shit down. It wasn't because he was like, oh, shit, I, I was wrong. No. Yeah. We tried, tried to double back on it, saying, hey, look, I think it's funny. Kyle thinks it's funny. It's whatever. But beside the point, his partners told him to take the shit down, not because he wanted to, okay? That's it's exactly right. <laughs> and when Billy says, you know, Kyle Bush says, I don't know, you have to talk to Joe Gibbs about that. When they're talking about, you know, his contract, um, Obviously, Kyle Busch hasn't been – I mean, he's got a win, okay? I mean, he – what do you say about Bowman getting in, backed into a win? Um, you know, there. Tell you that. Yeah, yeah, backed into a, into a win at Bristol for sure. But, I mean, he hasn't been setting the world on fire the last couple of years. Um, and, and so, all of a sudden now, you know, he's not the golden boy over there. Last year, Denny Hamlin was winning races on top of races. Uh, and so Joe Gibbs racing all of a sudden seems to me like they've got some issues. Even though they're running good, they're up front, they're contending and all this, but but it's behind the scenes shit that uh, it kind of reminds me almost, but not quite, guys, when Lance McGrew was there. We all could see the bullshit that was on everybody's faces. We all knew that there was a bad a bad scene over there, and I get the feeling over there that uh, that there's some there's some feelings that have been hurt, and that's the type of shit that has serious consequences. So it's going to be interesting to see how how all this plays out. Obviously, one of the biggest stories, guys, that we have seen is track acts coming up, other people coming up and doing this thing. Um, Chase Elliott not winning. Jimmy Wags, if you had to pick, you know, a theme uh, or something that is that you didn't expect or something big that's happening in NASCAR now besides, you know, the, the things we just talked about, is there any storyline or something that you're watching as we finish these first ten races and go to uh, the next ten? No, I mean – um you know, obviously, Trackhouse having a great start to the year. Ross with two wins. Suarez is running good. Had a shot at winning a race. Uh, Petty GMS is running pretty well. Uh, Eric Jones has had a great start. He hasn't finished well. He hasn't finished races well. But, 
He's uh, he's run top ten, top five. He had a shot to win at Dega. Ty Dillon uh, had a top ten run at Bristol third. Uh, you know, looking at guys like uh, you know uh, RFK. RFK struggled. Um, you know, they got hit with that big penalty uh, for modifying a repaired part on the car, not to set. And uh, you know, Brad Keselowski is trying to dig his stuff out of that hole. Uh, Busher's run okay at times, but. You know, in all honesty, I mean, like you said, Chase not winning yet. His three teammates have won. Uh, SHR has one win. Uh, Gibbs has uh, only have, I believe they only have one win. Uh, Truex, I would say Truex uh, has been underperformed so far uh, this year. Um, Bell's been okay. You know, uh, there's a lot of guys in the Xfinity Series chomping at the bit to try to get the cup. You know, guys like Ty, uh, Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson. Uh, so, you know, those guys are going to be looking for rides for next year. And some of these guys' contracts are going to be coming up too, like Kyle Busch. And, you know, uh, he doesn't have a sponsor lined up. So, you know, what is it going to take to get him signed? Uh, does he leave Gibbs? You know, you know, it's, it's been kind of all over the place. And nothing really, nothing really I would say that I've been drawn to one particular thing so far this year, you know. Um, uh, thanks for that, Jimmy. That's, uh, that's really good that you went all the way through that. I I appreciate that. Uh, Billy, is there anything that he, I'll tell you one thing that I do, uh, uh, am interested in this whole thing is that damn little Ty Gibbs is the biggest little piss ant, um, (laughs) that that I've come across and seen in a long time. I, you know, I, I, I always like to have a bad guy to kind of root for to be bad. It used to be Kyle Bush. And then I started like Kyle Bush. I was like, fuck. I always had to find somebody. I tried to be mad at Paul Menard, but Paul Menard never did anything um, uh, to make anyone mad. Uh, I like not liking uh, Ty Gibbs. Because I this think is uh, one thing we need to get started right now before it happens is everybody tweet Mike Davis and Dirty Mo Media. Do not get Ty Gibbs on Dirty Mo Media. Well, I don't it think seems like every time we get one of these guys on there, we find something that we like about them. Yeah, and then we can't <laughs> hate them anymore, and it sucks. I, I agree. We need to make a petition not to keep, uh, not to get those guys, not to get either one of them on, specifically Ty Gibbs. But one thing, Billy, I do say is, fuck, I'd probably be just like Ty Gibbs if I was a race car driver. I'd get out and beat shit out of anybody. Uh, now, I'd, I'd like to think I'd But at least you'll take your helmet off, Dad. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know you wouldn't leave your goddamn helmet on when you're fighting no. somebody. No, 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 no. I'd square up and we get this shit over with. One of us is going to win. One of us is going to lose. I don't give a shit which one I do. But I'm not going to sit there and fight with my damn helmet on. I, I, Billy, I, the kid's got talent. Um, I don't know that he's got talent to go to cup right oh, away. Yes, oh, oh, no. Yes, he does. He, you think he does? Billy, what yeah, do you I think? think, he, he, think, think he I think he does in this it's day and time. I, I, I for sure think he does in this day and time where we're depending on simulators and okay. iRacing. The kid can drive, though. Regardless, he can, he can drive a race car. He oh, yeah. He's going and in everything he's on doing. This podcast, yeah. On this day, Ty Gibbs will be in the Cup Series next year. Well, right. I mean, well, that's listen. obvious. Ty Gibbs is probably going in the 18 car. I mean, that's, that's a shoe-in. I, mean, I think he goes to the 20. I think I think Christmas Bell is out. So, I don't know uh, what Bell's contract is like, but I think Bell gets booted out maybe to a third, uh, maybe uh, to a third uh, 23-11 car. But I, nah, I, 
that's a that's a Kyle Bush. If twenty three eleven does another Kyle Bush, or Kyle Bush is starting his own racing team up There's for no his son coming up. I mean, those guys are still one of the last dying breeds that's made all this money in cup racing. So they're going to put their money back into it. Some of them, like well, Kevin Harvick. He put his money in it and uh, left. He saw he wasn't making any money in it. So I think now you you might have a better chance to make money in it. But let, let me retract my statement. I, in 2022 or 2023, um, Ty Gibbs can definitely drive this damn race car. Um, I, I, I I take that back. I, I was thinking, you know, I'm still trying to get used to this new car, but he absolutely can drive this race car. And I, and I think. Yeah, let's talk about 2311 real quick, Jimmy Wag. Um, I think oh, they've God. underperformed, but not only they underperformed, probably what's worse is they seem to have an Achilles heel, a definite sophomore slump. I mean, we've seen um, Chuck Knobloch. I mean, he, he was a second baseman. He couldn't hit first base if it was, uh, you know, standing the foot in front of him. Sometimes it was with a throw. I, I see some some things over there that are not uncommon but they got to be concerning for a 2311 fan as yourself, Jimmy Wags. Um, look, I think I've been disappointed on non-plate tracks. I have been disappointed with Bubba's performance. It has not been consistent. They have not been fast. Uh, you know, he came out the box fast at Martinsville, but obviously that race turned out to be track position, and aerodynamics somehow came into play in that race, and uh, you know. But Bumper's performance on non-play tracks has not been great. Obviously, Booty got suspended for a wheel coming off at Coda. So this is his first race back. Um, Kurt has run good. Kurt has outrun Bumper a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously I think Kurt has some familiarity with his crew chief because uh, he crew chiefed him back when he was at Haas. Um, so he has some familiarity there. But, you know, Kurt hasn't been able to finish races. You look at this past Sunday, both of them ran strong at Talladega. Bubba uh, won the stage. You know, if it weren't for Kyle Larson and his damn spider telling him clear outside, which he was not clear, uh, Kurt would have won that damn race. Um, You know, Bubba would have came on with a top five, but they got turned by uh, Kyle Larson being blind and uh, turning Kurt into the wall. So Bubba could have won Atlanta. Uh, finished second at Daytona. So, look, I, I want to see some improvement from Bubba on a mile and a half in the short track. I need him to run consistently top 15 in those places, and then you can get to your top 10, you know. Um, but, obviously, Kirk, a championship driver, anywhere he's been, he's helped elevate that program. Uh, and I think he's going to do the same at 2311. So, just give him some time, and uh, they'll get it. they'll get it turned around. So. Hello. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I was I was on mute. Billy, how do you see uh, twenty three eleven from Bristol, Virginia? Uh, I see twenty three eleven as you know. I mean, Bubba did perform a little bit better last year, but we were still under the old car. This new car, I, I think they're about right where I figured they would be. Uh, Kurt Busch is actually uh, doing better than I thought he would be. Bubba Wallace is doing better than I thought he would be. Uh, you know, even restrictor plates, like, he's not afraid to get up there and uh, go after it. 
short tracks and road courses. I think he's not had the finish, but he's also not had the best of luck either. Yeah. I, I would say this. From my seat, and I couldn't care less about 2311, Bubba Wallace. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of um, of, of KB1, but, but I, the fact of the matter is Bubba Wallace is is – honestly, I think, making better decisions behind the wheel. Um, I I think he's driving better. I mean, since he's been in 2311, and, and boy, you know I love to bash the shit out of some bubble. I love me some bashing Bubba Wallace time. But, (laughs) I I mean, he's he's, he's, he's driving like I would want him to drive if he was my guy. I mean, he's, he's, like you said, Billy, um, he's getting up front. He's mixing it up. He's not afraid to take a chance. He's definitely got better at at the at the uh, uh, super speedway since Joey Logano uh, actually you know, mean, I, I, I don't want to really say this, but like I mean, it's almost Dale Junior comparison at speedways. I mean, call call yeah. a fluke if you want to. I mean, somebody had to be up front when the rain started. That's right. Somebody had to be in position to win that race. Uh, Look, they were. I, I think they've had a bunch of snake bits losing their crew chief. Sucks. And look, that accounts for something. And look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this: his pit crew has been absolutely abysmal this year. Trash. They have cost him just about every single race. They have every done race. something. Even loose wheels, wheels coming off, uh, yeah. slow pit stops. He has been absolutely garbage this year. And you know what? It, it, it takes a lot to overcome mistakes. And when mistakes are not your own, they're even harder to overcome. Oh, so. That's the word. And, and I'm going to say this to, to Bubba's credit. He hasn't had a meltdown, pussy-fied crybaby moment yet. So that's, yeah. that gives me hope for it. I listened to him on the radio at Bristol Dirt, and he was not happy about the shit they did when the car overheated at Bristol Dirt. So. Sure. Well, and I think that's what a that's what a driver needs to do. But he hasn't gone out, and he hasn't. What what used to bite, or or the way Bubba Wallace used to self sabotage, he's not doing that anymore. And I, to me, and again, I, I love to bash Bubba Wallace. I fucking love it even more when Jimmy Wags is on the phone with me. But fact <laughs> of the matter is, uh, Bubba Wallace has turned the corner a little bit, and he's now, you know. Running top twenty isn't good enough for Bubba Wallace. No, I like not. that. I, I, I like that. I, I'm, you know, he's working towards it. It's not the same Bubba Wallace that was bitching and moaning and acting like a pussy for you know three or four years before this has happened to him. Now he's acting like a, he's trying to be a leader, like an, an honest God leader, um, and, and not just a, a leader because he's in in the seat. He's he's trying to lead, and, and I I honestly see that. 2311 getting much better. You know, back yeah. when, again, I have to say that when Lance McGrew was the crew chief and Dale Jr., that pit crew team was, was pretty abysmal as well. A, a few changes in the right place, getting your crew chief back, I think these first 10 races are not indicative of what they're going to do here the next um, 26. I think, or what is it? Uh, yeah, well, 26 uh, in the year. Uh, 26 to end of the year. Yeah, I think they're going to do much, much better. And if I was a betting man, you know, I don't, uh, I don't mind to throw down some money on on a few things. Differ, you know. By the um, way, if we talk about betting. Somebody owe me a hundred dollars. I'm still waiting on that damn car. I, I still have yet to see that hundred bucks from uh, from that bet we had. Like, you want to double down? 
You want to no, no, him? I'm not betting again on him because he's going to win another race. Yeah, he's, he's going to win now. I just gave him props. That ought to be yeah. worth your $100 right there. Like, he's going to win. And he's going to yeah, win. It may not even be a restrictor plate race this year. He's going to win the race. Billy might have paid 500 bucks not to have to give Bubba Wallace anything, any props. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, he might have done that before he had to, uh, he before he had to do anything else. Another race. Yeah, time, I agree. Time stamp this guy, Billy Bradley, Bubba Wallace. Time it. That's right. Uh, and I, I, I agree. I think it's a, I think when Kurt Busch comes over there, there's so much confidence that um, I think it's just a matter of time before that comes into play over there. And now – 2311 is 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 doing what they kind of what we always thought they were going to do. I, I think we can all agree that the first ten races of the year uh, have been not only interesting, they've been entertaining. Yeah, we've had a couple duds, but you know when that car tomorrow came out, they were all fucking duds. Um, especially because <laughs> Carl Edwards and Jimmy Johnson were winning the damn things, and um, uh, and now we've got so many different winners. Uh, Ross Chastain's got two. Um, before we leave out of here, um, Jimmy Wags, you want to run down the uh, the point standing for us, please? Yes, sir. Uh, currently, um, right now, a playoff standing. Uh, you got William Byron with two wins, Ross Chastain with two, Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Chase Briscoe, Austin Cedric, Denny Hamlin with a win. Uh, and then ninth through 16th, these guys don't have a win yet. Uh, it's Chase, Blaney, Logano, Truex Jr., uh, Almarola, Harvick, uh, Austin Dillon, and Christopher Bell. That's your playoff 16 uh, after 10 races uh, in 2022. Um, let me ask you a question, Billy Bradley. Who gets a victory first? Chase Elliott, um, Joe uh, – Ryan Blaney doesn't have a victory, right? No, not yet. Ryan Blaney. Not is yet. Good. Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, or Kevin Harvick? Who's the next winner out of those three, Billy? <sighs> Hold on one second. Let me see. Them. I had the next few tracks pulled up here. Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, or Kevin Harvick. I go Ryan Blaney. Uh, Jimmy Wags, what about you? Uh, I mean, given Chase's, I believe Chase's won at Dover before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're pretty good a mile and a half. Uh, you got Charlotte coming up. You know, they're pretty good there. I, I would, I would say he's going to win in the next five. And there's a road course coming also. I did. Yeah, I think it's Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott um, is. I mean, I can see Kyle Larson winning this weekend. But I think Chase Elliott wins Dover. I don't know. I just I just feel like um, that team's ready to pounce, and I think that's who. Uh, in fact, I'll just go ahead and start. I'm taking Chase Elliott this weekend. Billy Bradley, who you got? That's how I did that, boys. Slip that right. Over. I'm going Martin Truex. All right. Who you got, uh, Jimmy Wise? You're going to be there live to see it in person. Who is it? Uh, give me this guy one twice already. Shit. Give me give me the old Willie B. I'll take Lord Byron. Give me Lord Byron. I can't argue with any one of those either one of those choices. Boys, it's been good to talk with you. I look forward to doing this uh, a little bit more as we go forward. For Billy Bradley, for Jimmy Wags, who will be in the stands at Dover, Delaware. Hey, hey, real quick, we, hey real quick before we sign off. Uh, 
this is an anniversary. I think this is a six-year anniversary or fifth-year anniversary of me being in the stands, tweeting Mike Davis, you suck. Uh, uh, here's, and, here's what's going to happen. All race long, we're going to have to tweet and retweet that damn thing all race long yeah. because it absolutely is a six-year anniversary of you and your brother saying, um, hey, Junior, Mike Davis sucks from the stands at Dover, Delaware. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to have to run it back. I'm, take, I'm taking my uh, my girlfriend's uh, – well, not my girlfriend, excuse me. My brother's pregnant girlfriend to her first race. Uh, all right. So we all we all going. So we'll do a little uh, uh, what is it? Uh, retro remake remake of yeah. uh, Mike Davis sucks on the stand. We'll have to do I that. Love it. All right. Stay tuned for that for Billy Bradley for Jimmy Wags. I'm Dado. Let's have a good race, y'all. Always. There you go. Let's drop the hammer, baby. Let's go.